we're back. It's uh, lost in uh, genre slash sci-fi. Um, there's a cat on my lap. <laughs> She's like, now it's my turn to sit in your lap. Mm, so there you go. That's not happening. Yeah, so I'd say um, you, can, you can give her back to me if you like. Oh, there we go. So this is part two of our We Haven't Seen Each Other in Months comic book roundup bullshit. I'm Aleland. I'm Elizabeth. Um, where we last left off. Mm-hmm. Um, so you read... Uh, uh, well, let's go switch gears and go into the world of independent comics. Yes. So, um, who is is it? Image that's doing I Magic Order? No, think that's Image. I think it is because I think almost all the comics that I'm reading lately that I really and truly love seem mm-hmm. to be coming out of Image. That's fair. You know, Saga obviously monstrous, mm-hmm. which is a little top heavy but still beautiful art, and then this Magic Order series. Which... Uh, it's Magic Order. It's um. Mark Millar and I always say his name wrong. Oliveri Coppel. I think so. We'll go with that. Sure. Um, doesn't matter. Just buy it. I was I was telling people at the store when they'd be like, "Well, what is this about?" I would my joke was like, "It's X-rated Harry Potter." Yes. And it kind of is to an extent. Like there is a little bit of the like there's a school and there you know it's but it's very X-rated. That's the one thing I can say Lisa I was mm-hmm. right about is sex definitely X-rated. Um I Sexy love it. Sexy good times going on. I around. enjoy the shit out of it. But what what pisses me off about the book altogether though is that uh, Mark Miller is um you know he made that huge contract with netflix yes so all his books from here on out are optioned for next netflix shows Ooh. i'm upset i don't have a show for this right now i'm well, like yeah it's I... great i got a book when's the fucking show start boy that's the kind of problem i want that want show have, now yeah. i mean the thing i love about it is i mean it's a family you've got normal people off on the sides but you've got it's this... not about them though. no it's not about them but it's about this family of several families who are magic users but he does such a good job of painting exactly how freaking dangerous it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys, if they want to, can do absolutely horrific things to you. And they show that in this book. Yeah, it is an interesting mix of um, the book itself. Because it's like they're, they are the last line of defense of the defense against magic bad things or yeah. whatever. Um, these families. But it's like one family is bad. And why I think the... The show would be better than the book in some aspect is because my only real complaint with the book is that it's everything's going to way, way too fast. It's only a six issue book. I was thinking that exact same thing. And it's we only have an issue to go, yeah. and it's like, oh, well, I didn't know anything about those characters that died, yeah. other than what I had been presented with, yeah. and that's kind of upsetting because in a show you know I would get more with those characters so I'm looking forward to the show that will go more into their history and backgrounds and stuff and I definitely don't want to spoil one thing and in the most recent issue that we just read we found out this piece of information and everything that's the one thing I don't want to spoil in this podcast I I audibly gasped out loud I did too because I was like you didn't just fucking do that they totally did and it makes complete sense a hundred percent but it also was like it made me angry it made me angry because because my my first I was like so you're telling me that the main character who I thought was the main character this whole time is not the main character yeah and the sister's the main character like is it her story maybe I'm not sure if it is she's alive so that's true. Yeah. It, I was so it is very good. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to the final issue when it comes out. And when you had said, oh, did you read Magic Order? I said, yes, I'll double down on that. Did you read Prodigy? Yeah. Which is Mark Miller's 
other one that's just coming out. So it's Mark Miller and Raphael Albuquerque, who I have been a huge Wonderful fan of for years. Now, Magic Order, the art is one of the things that I love. About oh, it. yeah, I mean, no, the story that dude is, is great, amazing. But it's great. But then I read Prodigy, and it's a completely different style of art, and I love it the same. Yeah, it yeah. Fit, it, like Raphael's art would not work in the world of Magic Order. Right. But I would love to see both those guys do a Batman. I would too. And yeah. Albuquerque did, I believe he did. He's done some stuff, yeah. He did one of, in the Batman 50, you know, mm-hmm. had all those different artists. I know that he did one of yeah, those. Yeah, and no. it was one of the ones, because it ended up on my list of favorite art for yeah. 2018. He he did um, Batgirl for a while, right. off and on, and, and it was beautiful. Right. Um, it was unfortunate, it was just a terrible story. It was like, Batgirl goes to the Orient. And I'm like, ugh. God. I have not, I keep picking up Batgirl books every once in a while, and I am never interested. No, they're not good. They don't know what to do with her. Is it Marguerite? Uh, no, um, uh, um, one of the writers from Transformers was doing a story. Oh, really? Marjorie, um, hang on, I'll think of it in a minute. Uh, McGridge Scott. I think oh, okay. She did. And I read it and I didn't care. Yeah, they changed her costume recently and depending on who draws it, the costume either looks really good or really stupid. It's still the one with the yellow boots and all the buckles and the pouches and stuff? No, no, she changed. She's changed back again. to a, a solid old gray with yellow. Okay, I'd have to once again. Yeah, it yeah, probably it, depends on the artist. So, yeah. But I, Prodigy is um, about a young boy who is the smartest person on the planet. Like I don't know why I find those stories so fascinating. That he is this guy who's so smart. But he also has, like, he's not like one of those nerdy guys who sits alone in his basement yeah. and has amazing intelligence. No, he's no. outgoing personality and sexy. Like, yeah, people, he's like, real sexy. Like, no, he got laid. Like, yes. Yeah, you know. But the whole first story, it's just like anything he puts his mind to, he will do. But he's got this real dry sense of humor. Like, they're going into this one room and he's solved all these various things. He said, the one problem is I can't read Russian. She's like, are you kidding? He's like, yeah, I am. I already knew Russian. You know? yeah. it's just, there's nothing he doesn't know. I enjoyed it a lot. And I like that it's about um, uh, realities, like mm. dimensional realities. There's someone in another reality that could be trying to war yeah. with our reality. And we are unaware of the war that's coming yeah. because we don't know that there are other realities, but he knows. Yeah. But I love that, that first issue when they, the, his, the parents found him operating on his best friend. Yes. And he was like, 10 yeah but he's like I'm just because his best friend had had a heart problem yeah. and he's like oh I'm gonna fix it you know I was just I, I mean it was one of those pages I turned to and I was like what the fuck's happening well so he's he's on the I forget was it lacrosse or hockey or Somewhere something he's playing yeah. whatever and he of course he's like six or seven years younger than any of the other kids and the other kids hate him because he's way too good so yeah. they beat him up so I think it's his brother who sees him watching these like Bruce Lee movies. Oh, he's, like, right. yeah, he's like, come yeah. Monday, I'm going to beat the crap out of. I'm memorizing all these moves. I'm expecting this to be one of those like, ha ha, I know karate. Yeah. And he gets his ass kicked. No, no, he learned karate and he got expelled from the school for beating the living daylights out of these. Well, kids. as he should. Yes, no, he absolutely should. But I didn't. I thought that it was going to be one of those ones where you're a kid and you think you can mm-hmm. do this and you can't. No, he literally can do anything he puts. His and mind what to. I really, what's real nice about it is, is he's a black dude. Yeah. And that that changes the yeah. whole story because. In our society, we're always... It's unfortunate that like most black people in pop culture are kind of always look like like down. Like, oh, they wouldn't be smart yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking bullshit. Yeah. So it's nice to see that he was just like, no, he's a black dude. Yeah. And he's the coolest black dude on the planet who gets laid and is smarter than you yes. and knows Russian. Like, Though no, it's a good book. we haven't actually seen him get laid yet. I mean, we no, know no, it's going to no, happen. No, 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 that dude gets laid. Well, see, I, yeah. I always wonder about that because his... 
relationship with people is good, but it's very much like you'll do what I tell you to do because I know better than yeah, I do. Not, not in a bad way, no. but in a, in a well-earned area. I think he's just, he knows how to be charming. Yeah. Well, that's why uh, he's wanna, just smooth. That dude's smooth. That's like, why even, I want to see him yeah. be charming with somebody in a sexual way. Also, do you suppose he's gay or straight? Oh, who cares? Well, oh, he's in a higher echelon. He doesn't matter what he is. Like, he's that into would be really it. awesome. He's just like, no, I know that logically this would be enjoyable no matter what. Yeah, so no, I, I just think he just he oozes cool every time I... Re- and there's only two issues. Yeah, and, so, it's so, and yeah. I'm already in. I mean, in two yeah. issues, I am very, very much in. Um, they'd have to do something real stupid to make me dislike it. Yeah. Oh, going back to Magic Order, though, the imagery of the bad guys... Yeah. Like, they do some gross stuff in there. Like, Mark Miller has never not shot away from violence. Mm-hmm. And Magic Order is very violent. But very good. I thought it was um, the, the, the old woman who got killed by the drowning in the car. Yes. Stunningly beautiful for something so terrible. Yes. It was... Yeah. Oh, boy. And then you've got this one woman who's over on the bad family and she has a shape changer working for her and you know she's set off people on all their tasks she's like now you change it to something really twisted i want to have just a really surreal fuck and oh it's he, so weird he turns himself into her wearing all leather he's like how's this she's like yeah that'll do you yeah, know yeah, it was yeah. wonderful yeah it was she's so, really she's really BDSM. twisted yeah yeah like yeah. that's like her everyday wears like leather with a mask i was like that can't be good but i just skin. love the fact that the shape changer knew her enough to know that if yeah. you want to have a really twisted fuck here here have sex with yourself yeah. you know uh, it's pretty good. Um, the uh, the um, there's battle scenes that are really badass. Yeah, you know, it's, like, that's some wizard dueling shit right there. Oh, and they've got wands, you know, yeah. and they also spell out how dangerous these wands are too. Yeah. You know, um, have you heard of man eaters? Oh, I have, but I haven't read any of it yet. Do you know anything about it? I know that it's women who can turn into panthers. That's yes. At the end of the day, that is exactly what it's about. But it's not necessarily... But so much more. It's also... I mean, it's a feminist book, from what I oh. hear. Yeah. Oh, they're not... It's so on Front Street. Like, nice. it's kind of like you're, like, oh, like... you're like, oh, no, there's no subtext here. <laughs> nice. This is right here. Nice. No, so in the world that they live in, that... Um, okay. <laughs> so just, just, it's young girls who this starts It's such a weird premise yeah. that only in comics. But I've been hearing a lot of It's so it. good. Yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah. So, okay. Um... Something in cat feces, when um, adolescent girls or anyone with estrogen um, would handle cat poop in changing a litter box, something about the, they had a, there was a, suddenly a chemical reaction hmm. where now just as the world is, um, at adolescence, women will turn into panthers and kill their families. Yeah. So for 10 years, before they figured out how to stop this, they there was 10 years of like... Um, Does it happen to everybody or only some people? All women. Oh, wow. So it's a woman thing. Okay. So um, what happens is is the world for 10 years is in like... There's, the, there's um, like a cat cop. Like they take... There's many divisions. They're just like, all right, I am specifically taking care of this. We have to go lock down, blah, 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 blah. So the government decides to solve the problem... By putting estrogen blockers in every uh, in the water, in all the food, and everything a woman will eat, women are no longer allowed to drink whatever they want or do whatever they want because for fear they may turn into a cat and destroy everybody. Interesting. So, like, um, there'll be they go to the school because you're following the young girl. Her name is Maud, and her dad is um, a cop homicide detective and her mom is a man-eaters detective ah. but they're divorced so that's you know drama but 
so you go to the school and you, you go to school with Maude and there's like signs everywhere and there's only two rules on the boys' side. Um, like, don't be, no running in halls, yeah. no fighting. But the woman's side is a fucking list. Wow. And it's like, don't drink the, this, don't drink that, you can't eat this, you better, don't, no open bras, no swimsuits, no camel toes. Like, it's just a specific, rude, wow. kind of like, women are second class citizens in this world. And it's a lot of those rules, All, like, yeah. Only adolescents, though. Okay. When you're a woman, you've you've gone past puberty. Your monthly cycle is normal. You're a woman. So you've it, made it past the. So you won't change later. In I life. believe so. Okay. They have not addressed that issue yet now, in the when comic. Young girls change. Do they change back, or do they just change to cats and their cats forever? Also, not been addressed in the comic. Ah, so I don't know. Okay. And if it has, I missed it. Okay. But so issue four was genius. Issue four was a fucking pamphlet that they would have handed boys in their sex education class on the dangers of women. So it was this like 22 page pamphlet on like how to handle poop when you uh, take out your cat box. Um, What kind of poops do you look for when uh, dangerous cat women? Um, Women only drink. so, So all this is in the water. It's all about controlling women right is what so there's no subtext yeah, it's like right to say, it's not subtle no yeah. not at all yeah. um but it's genius and the art is great and the writing is fantastic but so you find out that mod decides well i don't you can't tell me what to do so her and her little girlfriends are no longer drinking the water mm-hmm. they're drinking whatever the boys drink mm-hmm. and they are having signs of becoming cats but it looks like they may be actually controlling the cats like they are, they're learning how to control. Right, the it was cats. an evolutionary thing that was meant to happen. So, Maybe right, right. it's so that was the last issue. I don't know what's going to happen, but it is fascinating, interesting, and very thought out, and it's very funny. Like it's very tongue in cheek. Like it's not so terrible. Um, like not terrible, but like it's not dreary. Right. Um, it's it's very funny, and they had a whole the dad. They, she had this conversation last issue where she was like, when. She remembers what her her dad goes. All right, is this a, it was a was a one panel and a huge dialogue scene, and the dad was like, "When faced with a conversation, ask yourself what would your dad do." And it's all these things that a parent would say mm-hmm. to their child what not to do. And one of them was like, "We are a Marvel family. We are not a DC family. Oh, that's do funny. not think for a moment that you are a DC child. Wow. You must read Spider Man and X Men to understand the complexities of life. You may go and feel the need to read a Batman now and then. I have as well. You're allowed to venture to the fourth of Gotham City, but no, you come back to the MCU at the end of the day because." That's the family you come wow. from. And I was like, all right, this is all really it's funny. Interesting. And he goes, and if you still can't figure out what you want by the end of your, what would your dad do conversation? He goes, go ask your mother. And I was <laughs> like, he's just like, what would your mother do? Nice. You know, and I was like, okay, so it's very funny, but it's like, it's definitely saying something. Yeah. Um, and she not being subtle about it. And That's I love fine. it. It is. Who writes it? I cannot remember her name for the sake of life of me right no, now. No, it's not the same. Who wrote Bitch Planet? It might be the same lady, actually. I'm really curious. That Bitch is... Planet was good. I didn't Did stick with Kelly it. Kelly but Sue I... DeConnick? Um, I can't remember. But Bitch Planet was good. It was a prison plan. It was basically... it was. Um, I, I read the first... What was, gra- that, what was that show on Netflix? Um, Orange is the New, New Black, Black, but in space. Yeah, exactly. I read the first graphic novel. I enjoyed it. Another book that is not subtle at all. It's just no, like, no, not no, even a little. No. 100%. So the writer of uh, is Chelsea Kane. Chelsea Kane. Okay. I've never heard of her. I haven't heard of her. Who's, um, uh, who did Bitch Planet? 
not Chelsea King. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. No, I believe you on that one. You are not wrong on that. <laughs> it is definitely not Chelsea King. <laughs> Who's this going to call it my... Oh, Kelly Sue did write Bitch Planet. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. I remember oh, Kelly she's S- married to Matt Fraction. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, good for... I like both of them. Yeah, I do. Boy, now Kelly Sue, she did that in... Because she had done a run on Captain Marvel... And people were all like complaining oh, about her angry feminism, and she's like, "Oh, you want to say angry feminism? I'll show you angry yeah, feminism." No, and, she and came you know what? Her Captain Marvel is fucking amazing. Oh yeah, everybody. Uh, I mean, everybody whose opinion I trust likes her Captain Marvel. Um, now the new Captain Marvel that just started a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, um, brand new number one, new writer. Um, I can't remember who the writer is. The book is good. The writing is great. The art is great. The covers are dreadful. Now that is usually the opposite problem. I usually hundred percent interesting because usually I'm like like we were talking about the Buffy books. Mm. The Dark Horse Buffy covers are gorgeous, absolutely stunning. And then I would get into the art on the inside. I'm like, well, it's not the same. Yeah, art it's inside. it's here's the thing though is I love Amanda Connor. Like she's my girl. Like I love Amanda Connor. She yeah. draws fantastic. This cover she did for Captain Marvel is. Phoned in is not even the word I would use. Yeah. It, it almost feels like... Now, granted, she does have some massive tendonitis issues. So, you know, sometimes... Could happen. You know, maybe she was uh, deadline on doing other stuff. Also but it just was like, what's going on? It looked like a drag queen. It looked like a drag queen dressed Captain Marvel. Oh, like, I was just like... I was like, I was like, like, she's the next contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, oh. I was like, oh, this is not... This is... I was like, Amanda... <sighs> Come on, girl. This is I don't. This is not why I'm here. No, no. but the inside art was great, good. and the writing was solid. And Captain Marvel definitely is good to go as far as being you know the top tiered female character good. over at Marvel. Good. Can't um, wait for the movie. Yes, um, I know some people have seen it. Good, strong, cookie cutter. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. You will still love it. You yep. will walk out of it like yes, I'm a Captain Marvel fan. It's just like every origin movie they do. That's you know what fine. I mean. You're like cookie cutter. I Marvel. Well, you know, sometimes if you have a formula, it's just sure like, no. that you know, and that's great. And that's a hundred percent. An origin movie is usually a cookie cutter movie. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move it. It's not Wonder Woman. Okay, All which right. it kind of should have been. I was thinking the exact yeah. same thing. I was hoping for that, but I'm also just hoping for you know a good enjoyable movie sure and that's Marvel usually gives us a good enjoyable movie did you see the review that I put up of that Polar book no Polar came from the cold whatever Mm. it looks like a Frank Miller book and everything Mm. that's my biggest problem is that it's like I mean it's got a Netflix series Mads Mikkelsen is doing the character Yeah, yeah I do too I haven't seen that but the book itself was like the most formulaic thing I have read in a long damn time and I'm like but you know I that's a shame it was based on a webcomic, but you know, so I also figure it was very much a James Bond story, and James Bond stories can be a little cookie cutter sometimes too. Oh, and well, they're God, very enjoyable, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. but we still like them. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's just, it's I mean, like nothing good against it. Like everyone I know has seen it, just like no, it's a good movie, and you're going to enjoy it. Good. But it's just at the end of the day, it's not Wonder Woman, right. and you're like, mm. but even then when you think about Wonder Woman, though, once No Man Land is done, yeah. the movie's done. You like think? I do. The last forty five minutes when she fights the CG monster at the end is kind of it's the movie's done. Like sure. you're like, 
strongest part of that movie is when she walks across that field. Yeah, and saves true, the yeah. town. Like once yeah. she saves the town, I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, I don't need to watch this. It's very true. Yeah. You've done what you needed to do. You gave me the best ten minutes ever. Yeah. Oh, I have forty five minutes to go. True. The pacing okay, did seem cool. a little odd. I mean, I love the beginning of the movie. Sure, yeah. everything on Themyscira was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm hoping for the sequel to be slightly, uh, but I don't know. Patty Jenkins the other day came out, um, and she was praising Kristen Wiig's Cheetah. Like oh, she was okay. just like, no one's ready. I was like, cool. Uh, okay. Well, I think it's fantastic. I think it's fascinating that um, she's a comedian. No one's going to say Kristen Wiig is not a comedian, com- comedic actress. No. Um, Robin Williams, comedic actress. Yes. Um, com- Robin Williams, a comedic actress. Is what I, I knew. Said. I knew what you um, meant. Comedic actor. Heath Ledger, not known for being funny. Yeah. You know, great actor. Um, Jack Nicholson. You know, so these people who get cast in these comic book movies, I think it's interesting, like, one, to play the Joker, you have to be an Academy Award winner, apparently. Um, and two, a comedian will turn an amazing performance you're not really prepared for. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the case with Kristen Wiig. I say that now, it's six months from now. Yeah. It could be the worst thing I've ever seen. That's true. But I highly doubt it. Um, I don't think that they would drop the ball on Wonder Woman 2. I don't. You know think what I mean. So, no. After she fought so hard to get a lot of it in one, I have to imagine when part two they were like, "Oh, just let her do it. Just she let wants. her do what she just, needs to do." Yeah. I would hope that she also like a lot of times it seems like the bombs are the creative people behind it didn't have anybody who could rationally tell them what was wrong. You yeah, know? some it's, of the it's, stupid Hollywood decisions that go on. It's like you didn't have one person sitting there going, "This is a terrible idea." Yeah, no. Sometimes, you, and then you have it's the opposite. We have too many producer notes. Yes. Oh, too many cooks in the kitchen. We're trying to make everybody happy. And you know? It was like Spider Man Three. Yeah. You're like, there, how many people directed this movie? I mean, <laughs> yeah. one name's on it. Let the man do it. You know. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. So I'll be interested to see you this year. We got a lot of good movies coming out this year. Um, I know you really like to try to see all the Oscar movies. I think I saw one this year. I try to see a number of them, but I mean, I did see Roma on Netflix. Oh, you know what I watched? I haven't even heard of Roma until it was nominated. I was like, what well, the fuck is this? You have to you have to do the subtitles if you do it, and a lot of people don't do subtitles. Oh, no, so, no, I'm yeah, not, it's, it's not. I'm not against it. Yeah, I just have a very hard time reading and watching it's also it's, I mean it's a beautiful movie yeah. I loved it I totally see why it's up there but it is the pacing is mm-hmm. it's not like an action adventure movie it is a very slow okay. pacing in a lot of ways and it's mostly an example of really great cinematography um, which is lovely and the story is beautiful but it is not like a you know it doesn't have like a a point I guess you know that's fair a slice <laughs> of life but um I did see the Battle of Buster the Ballad of Buster oh Spurs. I did enjoy that yeah I did but I was so surprised by it like, it's depressing as hell it is yeah, there was, it's crazy the first story is great yeah and then they all go downhill steadily in depression yeah but they are still fasting Tom Waits I loved him he was the um the that was a good one yeah. uh, that was that one actually ended okay yeah it um, did I mean, I really wanted to love the love story one, but mm. it ended so sad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, come on, man. The man was trying to retire with his woman. I know. And then... Jesus Christ. And then you had the last story, which didn't really have as much of a point. It was, that, was the in the stagecoach with the two um, bounty hunters sitting in the stagecoach. 
oh, you mean the allegory for them being going to death and heaven and hell? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that went nowhere. And my dad was like, I don't get it. Is yeah. that supposed to be? The, is, I'm like, they're. I'm like, dad, that they're in purgatory. Yeah, like, they're going to hell. That's yeah. the, the that's the that's the stagecoach, the river sticks. You exactly. Know? But what I loved was the one actor who, towards the end of it, like you had the one older woman who freaked out and he's trying to calm her down. Yeah, and he sings that song. That should have been the song in the movie that was up for the Oscar, not the, you know, Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings one. You know, that was a beautiful song, and he sung it so well. And that Liam Neeson one is dark as fuck. I didn't expect it to go there. No. (laughs) really did not. And he never taught, he only speaks like once or twice of that thing, too. Yeah, they pointed out that the the main character guy, the only time you hear him talk is when he's on stage. Yeah. It's the only... It was it was it was very dark. It like was I'm, I'm, I'm watching this like this ain't gonna end well for that poor I paraplegic. I love the the bank robber one with the the gallows. Oh, um, Frank, Franco. Franco. Yeah, that yeah. is it was a, all right. That is a, I thought that one was one of my favorites. Yeah. It was just and it also did not. It ended differently than I expected mm. it was going to end. But I'm like I I enjoyed that one and I'm not a big Franco fan. No, so, I'm yeah. not either. I mean, it was fun. I thought it was a good movie. Um, look, look, Black Panther is not going to win, Mm-mm. but. It's nice to nominate, but I, you know what? I, there's this part of me that really just wants to dislike A Star Is Born right away. Interesting. But I didn't I don't, see it. I haven't seen it. No. I hear it's good. I do too. But there are also three remakes, so like, oh, I'm sure it's also a story that's been told so many times. I just can't imagine yeah. that. And the other ones were also nominated. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this a story? Because Bradley just automatically he, he gets really. He wanted oh, yeah. to do it. He's been wanting to do it for years. Which is so weird. It is, but that was his dream. Basically, one of the whole reasons why he became a successful actor was to work his way towards being a successful director. I mean, he is Sure, and I'm guy. sure he's going to be a great director. But why did he have to tell the that third story. remake of A Star is Born? Maybe. I mean, it's maybe the same reason why people keep doing Dune. You know, somebody's like, we've got to somehow do this movie right. Did you see the casting for the new Dune? It looks interesting. Oh, take yeah. all my fucking Yeah, money. I'm in. I'm totally I was like, in. I'm 100% in. Yeah. And I love that director. So it's going to be gorgeous. Yeah, yeah it'll be good. Um, yeah, it just it was just a weird mix of the Oscars this year. The one thing I took away from looking at the nominations was like there was a lot of boring movies this year. Well, I hear good things about that Vice movie. Um, oh, I want to see it. Yeah, I do too. And I hear it's, it's hilarious. Up, it's up for a lot of nominations. You know, but again, it is it's another one of those years though where everyone nominated, or except for a select few, have either already got Oscars huh. or they've been nominated many many times already. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, whose year is it? Is it is it Amy Adams? finally going to get her Oscar. She's, She's only been nominated five times. And then she didn't get nominated for Arrival, which was just a big old yeah. snub right there. You know, so it's it's kind of interesting how this year's Oscars are going to, and we still don't have a host. I, know. I think it'd be interesting if they just were like, we're not going to have a host this year. That'd be fine. You know, just just say, several people just come on board and say things. Just the exact same way they always do it, where you have the people yeah. who come up to present it and they it say It just starts thing. 20 minutes sooner because we don't have the big production number in the beginning. I'd be fine with that. I'd be 100% fine with it. Yeah. But not to drag it away from the Oscars too much, but I did want to make sure that we didn't forget to talk about Die. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's where we were going. I did, I too. So All of a sudden, I don't remember what you said that made me suddenly realize. I'm just like, I... I don't remember how this one came across my radar, but I feel bad because it's Stephanie Hans, and I love her art. And Kieran... Kieran Gillen, who I spoke earlier about the Vader. Yes. I, I swear You know there's a role-playing game. Oh, I'm not surprised Yeah, yeah, No, like he... That's how he wrote it. He yeah. designed the game first. Wow. Then wrote the book. I'm, I'm in for playing that. I mean, it's, you know, a bunch of kids playing a game get sucked into that world... 
and then they come back. What was it? Three years later? Two like years, twenty later? years later. Well, oh, the, 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 the yeah. kids were stuck yeah, in the like world. Two years later, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then all, to, and then it just picks up. You know, twenty years later, yeah. and they get sucked back in. But the idea behind everything is just so cool, and it's, it also spells out the fact. It's like, oh, we say we would want to go into a D and D world. Well, people get killed in D and D a lot. Yeah. yeah. My my only real complaint with it is the art. You don't like Stephanie Hans's art. I think it's good and bad. Like there are there are panels where it's wonderful, yeah. and then there are panels where I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Yeah. I don't know who you are. Yeah. I did not know we were 20 years later until into yeah. dialogue. Yeah. I didn't know that it was his wife. I thought it was his sister. Like there was, the art is a little inconsistent for me, right. and I don't know if that's maybe she's on rush deadline, and, or it could be the digital versus pencil. Uh, maybe. I, I'm like I'm, I'm just it's good art yeah. I can understand where it is good art but there are certain panels where it's like I don't know what I'm looking at and I, this is hurting my enjoyment because I don't I feel like you want me to be very impressed by this picture of this thing but I don't know what it is I'm supposed to see I got to read the review copy of the next issue that's coming out time of this recording on Wednesday and I think there's a couple images that you're really going to like alright cool I mean I, I'm into it yeah, I'm in yeah. I felt like the art was a little more consistent because I admit you know I read the first issue and I was very concerned because they have this image of when he walks into the room to play D&D for uh -huh. the first time and the kids that you see I mean it's like it's so ugly it's kind of grotesque yeah no they were terrible it was yeah. awful and I yeah. thought Oh, this is Stephanie Hahn. She's my most favorite, one of my most favorite artists. And I get, and then I flip a couple pages, and I'm like, Oh my God, there's something beautiful yeah, it's, here. Yeah, it's, so. it's 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 inconsistent. Yeah, but that panel was the one panel that I thought was really dreadful. Okay, and then nothing has been that bad ever since. Fair. Yeah. Um, this is speaking of D and D, so Rick and Morty has oh, yeah. a mini series right now. They just ended this last week. Okay. Uh, Rick and Morty play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, um, and. He essentially creates a world where they can go and play Dungeons and Dragons. It goes terribly wrong, of course. Of course. And um, they end up in a, in another alternate dimension where the dungeon master from the cartoon actually pops up and is in control. Wow. So he makes them all what they want to be. And because Rick is such an asshole, they make him a bard. <laughs> um, the, the Whoever wrote it is so into D&D &D that the jokes are so painfully D&D-centric. Like at one point, like he was just like, yeah, uh, he's flipping through his spell cards and Morty's just like, oh, he's like color blast. And he slaps the card out of it and he goes, he goes no one uses color blast. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, exactly. Fair, fair. You know, or he goes, he, he got killed as a rogue, and he's just like, maybe I'll be a bard. And like, he's just like, Morty, 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 come here, come here, come here. And he gets in and he goes, fuck a bard. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, again, fair. fair. Yes. 100%. Yes. <clears throat> I say that as I die trying to say this. Um, my current game I'm running right now, uh, I'm not a fan of the rogue. I'm going to say it. Fuck a rogue. I find them difficult. Yeah. They fuck up everything at the table. Yeah. And I don't like them at my table. Yeah. So I've come around on the bard, unfortunately. Wow. Like, I was like, no, they're not terrible. No, <laughs> is it one of those just like the bar is set pretty low? Well, at least they're not a rogue, you know? <laughs> and rogues, are, they're fine. They're actually killing machines. They're great. They're really good to have it because they can do a lot of shit. But because I can't understand their mechanics, I get really uh. frustrated. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck that thing. Mm. But 
Um, so our mutual friend Don is playing a bard, and he basically he made Jimmy Page. He's wow. Jimmy Page, and and he's like he has a cloak of cloak of comfort. Uh, he has wavy yellow hair. He comes from the land of the ice and snow. Like everything he says yes. is a Led Zeppelin lyric. Yes. And I was like, how long can you keep this up? <laughs> I, Don will consider that a challenge. He really will. It really has been for me. <laughs> um, it's been good though. But the um, the Brick and Morty D and D's been good. D and D's actually they had a comic book in the early aughts that they had a little core group of heroes that we followed around and they got kind of popular the book did decent and occasionally they would and then they revamped it and had another group of heroes come in that did okay but not as much as this other one that people really liked so then last year they had like a combo oh, we're where both, they, both both teams kind of found each other in a way but they're bringing that original team back in a book this year and so people are really excited about it and if you buy um the current paint set, the official D&D paint set, mm. you can get a mini of one of the characters from that comic. Oh, wow. I just want to put, I want the mini. I don't yeah, want the paint well, I don't set. want the book. I don't want the I'm paint like, set. Like, I mean, granted, I could even probably use the paint, yeah. but like, I really want that mini. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of neat. And D&D is kind of in fashion right now. It is. I've been it, noticing that. It's yeah. weird because, but no one still talks about it. It's still like hushed tones. Like I wore my D and D shirt at the store one day, and I had one customer who I never would have thought is a D and D guy, mm. like leaned in to me and was just like, "Do you play?" And I'm like, well, "Yeah." He goes, "I do as well." And I'm like, "Really?" Wow. And so now I'm just kind of asking people. I'm like, "You play D and D?" And so many people are like, "Oh yeah, weekly." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> I guess like, it you're just wasn't, cool. You I know? guess it wasn't. It just wasn't fashionable until now. It's just very interesting. We have one um, one comic book artist. Uh, no, he works for Nickelodeon. But every week on his Instagram, when whenever his party gets together and play, the very next day he draws a scene from whatever the game had, and he puts it up on his Instagram. And because he's a legit artist, yeah. it looks fantastic. Oh. And I'm like, well, god damn it! And I'm like, all these I, really cool people. I always, I, always I, I, Kath and I would get in trouble when we played D and D in college. Whoever we were playing with. Because I love the idea of drawing the characters and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be drawing and the dungeon master would think I wasn't paying attention. I'm like, I can listen to you and draw at the same time. Yeah, no, that's so, Don. Yeah, I, no. I, Don's I, drawing his hammer uh, or his sword, yes. his cape. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, doing yeah. that, but yeah. I can understand that dungeon master does not yeah. like that. They're yeah. like, you need to pay attention when I'm talking to you. I'm I like, mean, I am. Just let me draw. Worst thing. Yeah, sure. If that's the worst <laughs> case scenario is you're drawing. Sure. Yeah. sure. Um, so we have not really talked about DC at all. We might as well... In, yeah. in on them. I guess I'm trying to. I don't know that there's a lot that I've been reading. Um, it's fair. I tried very hard to get into the new rebooted Vertigo books, like mm-hmm. um, the Dreaming. Um, they what were was awful. The they they were really awful. are. I, I read all the number ones, didn't understand a single thing that was happening, right? And moved on. I read. Had the dreaming and what is it? House of Magic or House, House of, of Whispers? House of Whispers. House of Whispers. Dreaming, books of magic, Lucifer. and Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. I I was so I read the first book, so I'm like, cool. I'm gonna read the second books, and it was one of those ones where it has to sit with you for a while. Yeah, just like I don't I don't like it. You know, I, the one I was most interested in reading was House of Whispers because that was the one about like gods and stuff. And yeah. I was like, oh, cool. And I read the first issue. I was like, 
I'm good. I don't need to. Fi- I don't. I don't need to know what happens to all these these New Orleans gods yeah. hanging out on a on a. It's mansion. really not compelling, yeah. even a little. And I, well, of Lucifer, I had no clue what was going no, on. No, and that's, it made no sense. I'm like, I don't get it. I mean, Neil Gaiman's name is still attached to it, but I guess he's not writing anything. No, he's not writing. He's just he, overall. Which, thank yeah. God, you know, because... Did you heard a Juke joint? No. Okay, so it's another little indie book that came out. I don't remember who the publisher is, but it's called Juke Joint. And it's a, essentially like House of Whispers. Like, there's like a patron African-American woman that people bring people and dreams too and she does stuff and mm-hmm. it got real dirty real quick oh, really? and i was like this is not for me okay. like i'm like i'm okay sometimes it can be all right it, yeah. sure and i'm not a prude or anything but this was like oh i'm i'm good this i just this is not what i want to read especially because um so i have a lot of uh there's a lot of, i have a lot of african-americans that come into the store and they prominently prom, prominently mm-hmm. they prominently like to buy african-american centric characters and i'm like yeah i get it yeah. and so they have been trying there's actually been a really good push of a lot of different african-american characters and creators making new content right now for several different companies whether it be marvel dc or whatever mm-hmm. um which I do think has to do a lot with the current government because yes. a lot of people are like well then fuck you this yes. is what i'm gonna write yes and which is great but some are not good. So I have one African-American girl who I love. Her name is Amber. She's a sweetheart. And, and, and she buys all the black cat stuff. She's just like, she goes, where are the black people at? I'm like, come on down. Yeah, yeah. So she buys all the black people. And then I ask her, I'm like, which ones were good? So I can tell other people. Yeah. And I'm always looking for something new to read. And she goes, this juke joint man. She goes, no. She goes, that's not good. I said, all right. Mm-hmm. But so there was one coming out that I saw a preview for called Bitterroot. Okay. You need to look up Bitterroot. Okay. I th- think it's dark horse okay i don't remember okay don't quote me on that at sure. all but maybe it's image because it's in the front of the book anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> uh bitterroot 1930s harlem steampunk monster hunters i'm in oh it is the shit oh nice uh, amazing writing the artwork is fucking great uh, the artist is sanford green who does very hip-hop inspired um stuff mm. it's just kind of his jam i've met him at con he's like a really cool dude his art is very stylistic like very think hip-hop anime oh but right. not as much anime like there's yeah. there's a flare of anime in it where you're like oh i see where your influences are coming from on this right. but i would never say it's anime um beautifully art and it and it's only done like three or four issues in it but they give you like this down in New Orleans, where it all started, they're like monsters and like people inhabit. When you when you let the darkness in, you become a like a dark monster or right. something. And so they started in New Orleans, and now they're they've located to Harlem because that's where all you know all the black people went was Harlem, and that's where the the jazz and the rum and all this stuff is there. And the monsters went there because that's where the people are, ah. you know. So they have like a kind of small understanding with the white police that there's like when troubles in Harlem and the white people don't understand it, Harlem takes care of itself. Ah. Like they're like, we got this, just relax. Nice. And it's kind of cool, but they got this big ass. One of the characters is a big ass dude, huge beard. He's like the tank of the the family. I love him. He it, it would be like the Rock, nice. and it's it's really fun. The art is amazing, and it's it's steampunk monsters set in Harlem, and you can get like a really good vibe. Like whoever's writing it, it's got a the rhythm of the flow of the artwork and the speech 
it's very jazzy. Like you nice. got to feel like there's like a rhythm to it. Where you're like, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm reading, but I'm also enjoying it, and on a, on a different level. Cool. Like that's worth checking out. Bitterroot yeah. is really really cool. Um, have you jumping back to mm, DC? Sure. Why not? Have you read any of the what is it? The Batman Who Laughs. It's a fine. The man who laughs. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, or the. Is it the batter laughs? The man who laughs. The man yeah. who's the man who laughs. It, or, yeah. it, without Jock's art, yeah, that book would be crap. I was just going to yeah. ask about that. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's it, you just and then they introduced a character called the Grim Knight. Yeah, which I'm, I did like the it's way fun. they described him. Sure, I mean the the bat who laughs is talking to our Batman. And he said the Grim Knight. You know, he's one of the most dangerous men alive. He's us if Joe Chill dropped the gun and we picked it up. Yeah, and and I like that. Line. And it's great. Yeah, but, and he's got a stunning visual. It is. It's just yeah. kind of like my but biggest concern is you don't know what continuity it's in. It true. doesn't feel like it's in a part of anything. And I you're feel like, like oh, yeah, by the end of this, it's a limited series, right? Yeah, it's only yeah. six. Yeah. So yeah, but the, the Grim Knight gets his own series. But by the end of this, they'll retrofit it to everything's back. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, Bendis has been writing Superman for six months now. Um, it's not bad. Superman is selling better than it's sold in months. So that's lovely because, you know, I love Superman. So I want to support all things Superman. But, you know, Bendis came on and, and he was almost kind of he was just like, yeah, I got to take on Superman. So it was kind of implied that Lois and Clark have a weird open relationship. Like it was, it, like, they didn't say that's what it is. And no one has done anything else with that. But it was very much like, you live your life, I live my life. But, we'll, you know, we're together. And I was like. What the fuck is this I don't shit? Understand. Like, and Superman's like flirting with some captain of a. She's like a captain of a fire. fire, a fire so they're saying team. what would make Superman more popular is have him sleep with more people. I don't know. It's what? it's written weird. Sometimes they mention it. Sometimes they don't. But overall, it's been good. Right. Um, Did you read his Pearl series? Oh, it was awful. I couldn't do it. Couldn't Thank do it. you. All no, right, that's terrible. another one that the buzz was everywhere, yeah. and I'm like, I don't understand. No, I think the buzz was on Maliev's artwork. Oh, well, she was beautiful. Yeah. It's true. But I couldn't, I felt like every time I read it, like I was supposed to know who everybody was. Yeah, no, I read that first issue. It was like, oh, I don't need to go back to I this. read two of them because the art is beautiful. Yeah. And I really tried to give it a hard time, but uh, uh, give it a decent chance. But by the time the third issue came out, I was like, I just don't care Did about it. Did you try cover? No. I didn't either. Okay. Is yeah. that another Bendis one? Yeah, he's got like seven. Which, you know, power to him. That's sure. fine, yeah. But, I don't know. Maybe. Um, so they still got Doomsday Clock going. Oh, okay, which you, I don't know anything about. You're fine. Yeah. I, Watchmen World crashes with DC World. You, that's it, yeah. you know, I keep picking up books every once in a while. Um, what's her face? Joelle Jones did not do the most recent Catwoman book. She did not. And I did not enjoy it as much. I did not either. I so. was like, mm. mm. But I don't, I'm not entirely sure I understood what had happened at the end of her little nope. arc that she had. Negative. Like, why did that one uh, former policeman bodyguard guy end up going to jail and everything? I was, it was I reread it. Of, yeah, a lot of ambiguous stuff in her book. I was very kind of let I down. I loved the art. Oh, it, it didn't matter. The art was fantastic. Yeah, but I, I was expecting a coherent story the way she had in Lady Killer. Yeah, that wasn't coherent. It, wasn't. it was unfortunate. Well, yeah. But well. I, the art for me was beautiful so that when I actually bought Sight Unseen, the next book, and opened it up, and I'm like, oh, she doesn't have the art in this one. Yeah. Oh, a little disappointed. Um, also, there were two artists, and one of them was definitely better than the other one. I yes. couldn't pinpoint no, one of them. Yeah. There was like some panels where I'm like, wow, and other panels where I'm like, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Wonder Woman's very good right now. Okay, which um, I should probably get into at some point. It's it's good. I mean, uh, I forget who's writing it at the moment, but it's it's solid. Mm-hmm. Um, the gods, certain gods, are being exiled from Mount Olympus, and mm-hmm. they're stuck on Earth. Mm-hmm. So it's her kind of like, oh, I got to deal with now. There's a Minotaur living in DC. Oh, Ares is now a person I have to deal with on a regular basis. You know. Who was- Azarello, am I thinking? Oh, no, that was 52 shit. We're, we're way past that stuff what, now. Was that the one where the really good Wonder yeah, Woman yeah, series? Yeah, yeah. So is it kind of getting back into the mythology? No, no I mean, it's getting back into the mythology, but it's not anything like that at okay. all. Right. Total, like, like Aphrodite's like hanging out at like a night shirt because she doesn't know what else to wear. She's just like, she goes, I found a shirt. <laughs> so, okay, that's, that seems like something Aphrodite I was just like, do. Yeah. cool. And yeah. they did make her blonde, which was weird. It's true. We've like, always assumed, probably just because of that Botticelli painting. Yeah, I guess. like yeah. when you see, I mean, like when she wasn't blonde, I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" And she's like, "I am Aphrodite." He's like, "Oh, all right, cool, fine." I mean, I mean, no one ever said you were blonde. No, no. I just always assumed you were. Bold choice in the artist part. Sure. Um, of course, you know Tom King is still rocking his Batman. He's got a hundred issue arc. He's working out. Really? Um, they're in 60 now, but he doesn't write them. So like the next two month is he's off for two issues. Hmm. So that's not a part of his arc. Okay. You know, it's weird. So it's like a, it's like a, they'll take like a hiatus literally and they'll tell another story for those two issues. Kind of. It, it's weird how it works out sometimes. Cause you're like, guys, stop. So I, I did read some of the drowned earth thing that was going on in DC for a while, but it didn't have anything to do with the drowned character over in the Batman. What is it? Dark Knight's Metal series. No, 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 no. I went into it thinking that's what it was, you know, because the character was it was called the drowned, and so when I saw drowned earth, I'm like, oh, we go. My one thing that made it better though was the several of those issues with manipoles. Oh, a hundred percent. The art was great on most of them. Yeah, yeah. It was just it. Look, bottom line, they were like, hey, Aquaman is a movie in the theater we probably should do an Aquaman crossover the only thing that will make me read Aquaman is if it's done by an artist I like Manipal yes Stefan Sedge however you say his name yeah 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 oof I love yeah his, his two work. issues were great oh boy they were beautiful yeah might have done three yeah doesn't matter <laughs> it was well not long enough I know it was beautiful though. um yeah did you see Aquaman no <laughs> okay really it's not bad it's what it's, everybody's it's entertaining. been telling me. It's, it's entertaining as shit. But nobody's... The only reason why I haven't gone to see it in the theater is because there was nobody who's like, oh my God, drop everything that you're doing. Like, Catherine goes to see Bumblebee, and she texts me the second she gets out. She's like, you need to go see this yeah, movie. You've seen it twice, haven't you? No, just once. Oh, I thought, okay. No. I must have saw a different photograph than for the same day. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think Catherine, Catherine and I both posted stuff when we saw I was it. just I was like, she went twice? That's Ooh. very unusual for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's bad. It's good enough if I see a movie once in the theater. Yeah. Um, but no, nobody did that with Aquaman for me. I mean, it's good. I had a lot of fun with it. It is very... Dare I say it could be one of the most comic booky movies, comic book ever, and and I say that knowing you've seen things that are very comic booky, yeah, you don't understand what I see until you see it, okay. and then you're like, oh, I get, I, I get, get it. it, okay. I mean, but there is a weird thing where I was I, like, at the, towards the end of the movie, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'm 40 now, and I've wanted to see an Aquaman movie my entire life and I'm now here watching it and Black Manta just walked down a city street in broad daylight and it was completely normal oh like wow. you're like yeah that's, that's that's a thing that's happening wow. um my biggest complaint with the movie is it's 30 minutes too long okay and there's a lot in there where you're like oh just 
get to where pacing, you pacing is fucking awful in it. Special effects are great. James Wan definitely does have a bone to pick with the Academy for not being nominated. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I saw that tweet and it was just like, really? Are you just upset? No, no. He has rights to be okay. upset. Right. Like, the movie is kind of flawless in its special effects. So that, I think Solo, the Han Solo movie, mm. was up for effects or something. I started watching it last night. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Oh. It's on Netflix. So yes, it's watching yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm enjoying it. And it's fine. Same, and at the same time, like Buster Scruggs, the only reason why I put that movie on is because it's been nominated for a few Oscars. Sure. I wanted to check it off my list. And it is depressing as hell. And yet I started that movie late at night, on a night when I had to get up for work the next day. And I couldn't stop watching it until yeah. I was done. Solo, I found a break point last night and just went to bed. You know, so You're good. Like, There's several breakpoints in Solo. There really are. There's a lot of pacing issues with it. Yeah, I have to admit that the very first time you see Chewbacca, though, I actually got oh a little, no, the movie I got a little fun. choked up. I did. I think people just wrote it off right away, and they didn't support it. Like what have I said to you before? Star Wars. No one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Yeah, like it's very disappointing that they didn't support their whatever, and now we may not get. Oh, I heard uh, we may not get a Boba Fett movie. I'm okay with not getting a Boba Fett well, movie. Well, the Boba Fett I, people don't believe that. They're well, just like, really? That's the one we've been wanting for so long. I'm, I would. I mean, I want my Obi Wan movie. Yeah. You know more yeah. or a Vader film. Like, yeah, right? I mean, God knows, uh, Rogue One finally made him scary again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's interesting. Um, Who's the actress who plays Kira? Oh, that's Mother of Dragons. So I get her confused <laughs> that's, with... That's Khaleesi, Danny Targaryen. I, know, but I get her confused. That's not the same actress as the ex machina. Robot. No, that's Alicia Vancouver. Do you Van... see why I make oh, it Oh, 100%. Because okay, yeah, I was yeah, sitting yeah. there watching because I knew I could just look it up, but I wanted to puzzle it out on my own and I couldn't. I was just no, like, yeah, no. that's either Total the Mother different of Dragons check, yeah. or Ex Machina or that's the same woman and I have not realized that. No, no, two but... totally different ladies, but yeah. yes, yeah, I okay. see where you're going. Okay, that's fine. Like, yeah, yeah, who yeah. was in Genesis was Mother of Dragons. That was Mother of Dragons. Okay, okay. Yeah. Vikander's been in something else, though, that I've seen. She's Tomb Raider. Yeah. She got an Oscar. Did she? For, yeah, for, for um, no, no, God, no, say, no. Prompted should take the Oscar away from Tomb Raider. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was like, um, I didn't think that movie did very well. Uh, oh, is it the Room? No, no, that was Bri- that's Captain Marvel. That's Brie Larson. <laughs> God, that, oh, I that... forget what movie she got an Oscar for. I want my my heart wants to say the Danish Girl. But that was Felicity Jones. But I remember who that. Who was in Rogue One. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes. <laughs> Some of these lovely, lovely Oscar actresses, and I start to get them confused. It's well, really awful. You know, shoot in Hollywood and hit a blonde white lady with blue eyes who's done something in genre. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's hard to say what. Yeah, because she's the sweetest lady. Yeah. And she's married to uh, Fassbender. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, what did she get an Oscar for? I have to look it up because yeah. this is going to bug the shit out of me yeah. unless I figure... Oh, full list of awards. How many awards do you have, Alicia? Because I remember that year that Ex Machina got it for effects, she also got it for something that year. Yeah. I was right. The Danish Girl. It was. <laughs> which I never saw. No, no, no. one did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not a Marvel movie. It's not a DC movie. No, yeah, I mean, unless it's a superhero it. named The Danish Girl, yeah. I'm not interested. Well, Ant-Man and the Wasp finally hit Netflix, so I've got to watch that one, too. That shit's never good. Saw it. Everyone says yeah, that. No. Ant-Man and Wasp is great. It's got a villain problem, but you don't give a shit. I gotta She's so good, up. you don't care. I have to get caught up on all these movies. Especially yeah. before the Oscars. Endgame. 
Oh, Endgame. Well, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, because, yeah, you know, he's now got we, an, we, yeah. he's in Endgame. Yeah, exactly. Which, oh, you don't know how Ant-Man and Wasp ends. So, yeah. can't spoil that. Okay. But I'll needless to say, him. you do need to see it before the other one. Yeah. Tom King, good Batman writer. Uh, did you read Mr. Miracle at all? Nope. That's worth checking out at yeah. one point in your life. Okay. His his 12 art issues are really good. Yeah. Could have been 10. Fair. But it was good. Um yeah, Aquaman. It's they have a new uh, new Kelly Sue Thompson, I believe, is writing it right now. I could be saying that wrong. Um, I just don't usually care about Aquaman very much. No, not me. I always do. pick it up when an artist who I love is doing yeah. it. Though um, Detective Comics is going to hit one thousand next month. Wow! Um, since nineteen thirty nine. Wow! You know, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting story they're doing right now. So that's good. All right. Um, you know, 11 variant covers. Jesus, of course. And that's the only ones you can order. That doesn't count, like, you know, J. Scott Campbell or Joe Madura doing their own on their own websites. It, like, or Art Art German. German. You've seen his art. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, mm-hmm. I say his name wrong. He does all the cheesecake variant covers that are really anime looking, but not anime. Okay. You've definitely seen well, I mean, his art. I know so. Jay Scott Campbell. You were talking about that. Yeah, just cheesecake like that to the yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfucker, get on a goddamn book. I know. What are you doing? What Does he just do covers? That's all he's doing? I don't know. He does he's covers. And he, I think he's just... Uh, it makes me wonder, like, if, if he can't... It, maybe if he did a real book, it would cut into his big dick swinging time going to fucking con. Like, yeah. I'm like, and now he's married. So I'm like, well, now you ain't going to be, you know... I don't know if you were that kind of guy, but yeah. con groupies are a thing. Yes, yes, you know, they are. We've seen them. They're kind of weird in yeah. their own rights, but, you know. Power to you. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to slut shame anyone, but do your thing. <laughs> yeah. But do a buck. Yeah. You're an artist. Yeah. Or no. a calendar. Oh, Jesus <laughs> I always love the fact that I can mention J. Uh, Scott Campbell and calendar uh, to you, God, and you're like, ah, like, oh, God, that shit. guy. <laughs> I wanted the D&D calendar for 2019, and they Amazon keeps assuring me that someday they'll send it. Mm. I'm like, yeah, it's February. Yeah. I'm, I've made peace with not getting that calendar. <laughs> yeah, at this point. Yeah, so I had to get another calendar, which is fine. But I'm just like, why'd you let me order it then? Yeah. So if you knew it wasn't available. That's weird. Yeah. I got Jada for her, one of her Christmas presents was a um, Benedict Cumberbatch calendar. And it's huge. It's this oh, giant, giant calendar. And I'm like, 12 months of Benedict Cumberbatch. God, it's awesome. Like, ost- ostentatious. It's, like, just it's annoying. wonderful. I was like, oh, God, that's so good. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I got her a Doctor Strange calendar one year. I'll be honest, I liked that better. That's so, fair. Yeah. The, I mean, I, yeah, there's, um, yeah, comic books are comic books. No matter what. I just went and looked through my list of comic books to see if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. Um, you know that Skyward series? I think I people in- love it. They do, but I'm I'm losing interest. I haven't read it. I was very surprised this most recent issue. I read the review copy, and I wanted to do a review of it, and then suddenly I realized I didn't care enough to do a review. I really just don't. It happens. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's fine. And it's the same artist who did Lucifer for a while, and so that's why I follow him. Okay. I don't have any problem with the artist, but the story, I'm like... I just kind of don't care. That happens. Yeah. 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 But no, uh, the Ironheart series, been reading that. Also not entirely sure how much I care. Yeah, I, I read the first issue. It's like, you were better when you were an Iron Man. Yes. Also, I'm not really digging the pink costume that she's wearing. Oh, she's the, wearing a pink costume. It's pinkish, and it's got a heart on the helmet. I'm not 
making oh, I, shit up. I, oh no, I believe you. I yeah. just didn't see it. It's fine. I mean, it's good. She's still a very strong character, powerful woman, and everything. But I'm like, do we really, really with the pink? Did you see the um, cover to Iron Man Seven, the hentai cover? No. Oh, it's bad. It's it's like a naked Tony Stark being wrapped around by some sort of black liquid coming out of an Iron Man helmet. Like, it is so weird looking. What? Like, we put it on the floor and my boss is like, the fuck is this? I know. It's like... I was like, I don't know, man. I haven't been reading Iron Man for a while. It's good right now, actually. Really? Yeah, it's been entertaining. Uh, who's doing the art most of the time without the tentacle hentai stuff going on? I don't remember, but he's good. Okay. All right, it's it been worth it. I okay. Mean, all right, all right. Yeah, it's somewhat... You wouldn't be disappointed. Okay. Like, it's one of those. You read it, you're like, got it. Got it. Got it. Cool. And then, of course, I picked up the latest issue of Monstrous. It's beautiful. I still have no idea what's going on. Uh, I finally um, bought Volume 1. And Volume 1, I think, is the most solid. I haven't read it yet, but well, I got it. Because <laughs> the art now gets a little hit and miss, because I think she's on a really tight production schedule. Right. But I was surprised that the art throughout all of Volume 1 stayed solid the whole time. And I still didn't entirely understand what was going on all the time, but it's so pretty. Oh, well, that's all that matters. Yeah. And then Saga's still on hiatus. October. I think. I think. Did you? Yeah. Are you caught up? I know what happened. Oh god! I didn't read it, but I know what happened. It's amazing. I had to walk people. I had to, I had to walk people off the ledge. I gotta tell you, man. people were just like, "Dude, I can't believe." I'm yeah. like, "Really? You didn't think that was gonna happen?" At one I mean, point? it's. I, I I read all of Why the Last Man. I knew yeah. somebody wasn't gonna make it. It was one of those things where you're just kind of like. Yeah, one, you should know your writer. Yeah, he, he yes. will and does. Yes, yeah. And, but also just kind of like, you do know the story is taken from a perspective of the little girl telling a story. Yeah, so exactly. it means yeah. that someone isn't alive by the end of the story. Also, like, Catherine says that a lot of people say that having her write it means that, you know, that kind of spoils it because we know that she's going to survive. And yeah. I feel that he, um, what's his bucket, um, Brian K. Vaughn, mm-hmm. I think he takes that shit as a challenge, you know? It's, it's like, I think something bad will happen there that will make us very sad by the time this book ends. Oh, 100%. Ends. It's not going to end happy. <sighs> Ten volumes of Why the Last Man, and he ended it that way. I was <laughs> so angry. I'm still angry, which I think he thinks is wonderful. It's C'est la vie, I guess. <laughs> But, all right, so that was us for our comic book roundup of 2018 slash 2019. A month into 2019, yeah, sure. Yeah, um, as said in the last episode, we will try to get these out better. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. We are we are a sporadic podcast. We're in a transitional fine. period. It's we're fine. we're working shit out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I am Leland. This is, oh, sorry. No, that's I was, okay. I was going to introduce you like a prick. That's no, that would actually have been fine. I just sort of jumped in. I'm Elizabeth. <laughs> so we will see you hopefully next month. Yes. That sounds like a thing. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.